Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilbur. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. And wow, I can't tell you how excited I am to actually be in front of somebody physically first time in a long time. And I got to tell you, it feels good. I am practicing social distancing because that hasn't gone away. But the thing that I'm excited about is just being in front of another living human being and not conducting an interview through Zoom or Skype or you fill in the blank program that I've been using for the past six to seven weeks since we've been dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic. But here it's towards the end of April, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But I wanted to connect with a good friend of mine. His name is Dr. Ben Ozan. And Dr. Ben is the owner and he runs Thrive Wellness Center. He's got an outstanding team of people right here across from Shogun's 
here in, I guess, we, what we call this area, North Fayetteville, or Uptown, as some people like to call it, not far from the theaters. It's still a little quiet as you drive through here on Joyce, but things are slowly starting to pick up, and certainly we hope for all intents and purposes when it comes to people's health and to the economy of this nation, but but also the economy of Arkansas, that we can get back to things as smoothly and as quickly and as carefully as we can. So without further ado, Dr. Ben, how are you doing today? Great. Good, good. Glad good. to be here, Randy. No, I'm glad to have you here. And so Dr. Ben and I, I actually, we met because we both serve on the board at Ozark Natural Foods, yep. the co-op. And so I uh, was um, honored to be chosen, voted on to the board back mm-hmm. at the, towards the end of last year. And that's yep. been it's been a wild ride because uh, ONF, and this is not a podcast about ONF, but ONF is about to move into a new building. Plus, we're in the middle of this pandemic, so it's- A lot it's, going on. Yeah, we're, we're, we are juggling cats like nobody's business, yep. but but we're making it work. And so I got a chance to know you and, and to kind of, I remember I came and we did a, a retreat here at this facility, and yep. it's absolutely beautiful, folks. You have to come over here and check out Thrive Wellness Center. But we did a, we did a one-day event here, and I was just really blown away by the- the whole setup. And so I really, I wanted to sit down with you and talk with yep. you about a couple of things, but I'd love for you just to share kind of your superhero origin story. How did you get here? How did you end up here in Fayetteville? Yep. How did you end up with Thrive Wellness Center? And I would love for you just to kind of tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, and I'll try and keep it uh, succinct. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Okay. So I'm a, a Texan, but now converted Arkansan <laughs> and uh, have no plans of going back to Texas. Yeah. I love Fayetteville. And uh, that, you know, even ending up here, I went to school in Austin, Texas. Okay. And love the community there. But if you've ever been to Austin or Dallas or any of the major cities in, in Texas, they're just overrun, overpopulated, over trafficked. And my wife and I just couldn't envision like living there long term. Mm hmm. So, but growing up in Dallas, my dad's actually a, an orthopedic spinal surgeon. Oh, okay. So we moved around quite a bit for his his training, fellowship, residency, all that kind of stuff. I admired my dad for the healer that he is, and always looked up to him. As I got older, into my you know young teenage years, started thinking about all right, what what do I want to do? And uh, he actually would take me into the surgery room, so I got to observe multiple types of surgeries. Uh, he was still doing shoulders and knees at, when I f- started observing him, but then he got solely into just doing backs. And so I always thought it was fascinating. And, you know, the stories that he would tell me about, you know, the people that he was able to help that had been in, you know, long-term chronic pain. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I think I want to go into healthcare. I even thought of at one point following in his footsteps of becoming a spinal surgeon. And the thing that started to sway me away from that, though, was some of the the stories that he had to go through, the malpractice lawsuits. And again, all doctors mean well. They want the best for their patient. But especially when it comes to medicine, things go wrong. Yeah. Even when you do the right thing for the patient for the right reason, surgeries especially have a high failure rate. Yeah. And just the stress that I saw him go through. And then even seeing, you know, some patients of his that had to have repeat surgeries. I got to the point where it's like, you know, I, I would rather prevent that from happening. Oh yeah, prevent that from happening at all. Yeah, if we can avoid it. And uh, so my my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, I had been seeing a chiropractor for years, and it's like, you know what, you should check out chiropractic. I fell in love just with the whole idea of it, the profession, the prevention, and really I'd be able to help people recover and not go down that route of of medicine and surgery. So got into chiropractic school, and uh, it had my own healing experience. I had had a car accident when I was. 17 years old, 
and started having headaches and lower back pain after that. Mm -hmm. And didn't associate it at the time, but my headaches got to the point where I was having them three, four, five times a week. Sometimes we'd even get migraines, um, lower back pain that started developing over the years. And so when I got to chiropractic school, I had never actually been to a chiropractor before, which is the crazy thing. Many of my colleagues had their kind of like experience before they went to school and uh, mine happened in school and I uh, got hooked up with some awesome doctors while I was going to school and they helped me fix my headaches mm-hmm. and fix my lower back pain. And so I was just sold at that point. Wow. So once I was ready to graduate, we checked out a couple of areas. Fayetteville was one area that we were suggested to look at. Little Austin is I've, I've, yes. I've heard it called sometimes yes. or Austin 25 years ago. Yes. <laughs> that's what they say le- about le- it. Legitimately. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's <laughs> when uh, her, uh, my wife's sister went to school here and she's okay. like, you got to check out Fayetteville. It's awesome. And so we drove up on a, a long weekend and uh, just fell in love. The community and one of the places we visited actually was Ozark Natural Foods. Really? Uh, so we're like, <laughs> okay, great. Check. We got, a, we got a place that we can go get healthy food. Right. And uh, and so then we moved up here in 2012, okay, February 2012, and set up shop and have been here ever since. Wow. So wow. I've been in practice, having my own place. You know, we moved and I opened from scratch. So it's been a little over eight years. We celebrated our eighth year anniversary, April 2nd. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So it must have felt good to be able to open up your own shop and, and, and kind of help people the same way that you were helped mm-hmm. in this process after dealing with that. And I can only imagine that the people have come in presenting with the same types of issues that you were experiencing when you had your accident and you've been able to show them ways mm-hmm. that they can overcome that. So, yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the services here at Thrive. And, and I know you guys, obviously, as a chiropractor office, that's your primary service, but you, it's more than that, though. At yeah. least that's the feeling what that I get when I walk in here. So Yeah. Well, and you know, we take each case and each person as an individual. That is over the years, you know, being a part of the healthcare system, observing my dad and just having even that tie to the medical side. The biggest issue that I, I've seen is it's kind of a one size fits all solution. Mm-hmm. And it discounts like the individual. And, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's certain testing that go, people go through. But if you step back and my dad's, you know, expressed this and why he's state independent, hospitals, especially hospitals have their protocol right. that they go through. So right. if a patient presents with this, we're going to just take you through that that protocol. And uh, so we we try to avoid protocols and just like, okay, we have this individual in front of us. They're dealing with XYZ, right. neck pain, lower back pain, sciatica, radiculopathy, migraines. What is the underlying cause of that issue? So we try and do a thorough history of each person that's in front of us and get down to, all right, what do they need to get healthy and whole? Sure. And health can be complicated at times, but at the end of the day, like we have the capability to heal. And so our job as doctors is to unleash that innate healing capability in each person that comes through our door and allow their body to heal and overcome whatever's going on. So we always start with a thorough evaluation. A lot of people, you know, will take x-rays to get a good structural, like internal view of what's going on. And then uh, we set about setting a a customized care plan for each person that walks through our door. So we are really good at what we do, especially with the chiropractic side of things. So (laughs) that's what people get here. Like they get adjustments for sure. Right. But again, it's not guesswork. We know what that person needs so we can be super specific. So even like our adjusting, we 
in school, I learned over 10 different techniques of ways to adjust the spine. And then I've also done continuing education and continue to hone my skills and learn some additional techniques. So we do some adjustments with our hands. We also do some adjustments with instruments as well. Sure. So we even try and accommodate because some people don't like that, like snap, crackle, right. pop yeah. noise. I love that, but I know some yeah, yeah. people don't. There, you know, that's they, they far actually have YouTube between. videos of that. You ever, have you seen those? I it's have. crazy. I it's have. like, wait, they got them all this, mic'd like, up, oh, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's like, where did they put that mic? Right. So, I mean, <laughs> so I can get some good noises without the mic. Right. Um, right. But, you know, I, I understand that there are some people that are a little skittish, a little nervous. So yeah. we always take the time to, to, to make sure people understand, like, here's what we're going to do with your spine. Here's how it's going to feel. Here's what you can expect. And then if we have those individuals that are like super like, uh, uh-uh, no popping. Right. We have the instruments for that, that reason. I got you. Um, but also like some people, like I'll, I'll mix it up. We'll adjust them with our hands. We'll do some instrument adjusting. But the, the end of the day, what we're trying to do is help the body function to its fullest potential. Right. And the way that God designed their bodies to work. So we'll address the, the musculoskeletal nervous system. So it's all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So we'll work on muscles and soft tissue. So I have some therapy guns that allow us to break down trigger points and spasms and scar tissue. So I actually have three different instruments that we can use on patients. Sure. And again, each person will need something different. So some will need a higher frequency vibration to address long-term scar tissue issues. Right. And then some people will need a good, like not just worked out. And that that's an adjunct. It helps with the adjustments and, and healing the body. Uh, and then the other thing that we do is rehabilitative exercises. So I want my patients active, like Uh, The last thing I want is someone to come in and have us do things to them only. We try and get everyone involved in actively taking care of their body. So most of the rehab that we do with people is active things where you are strengthening the muscles or you're stretching certain things. Uh, And it's all focused on non-surgical spinal rehabilitative exercises and work. So we can help address also things like disc herniations, degenerative changes, and uh, just get the body long-term healthy and well. Right. Because I know, I, and, I've, and I've been through a couple of rehabs and I, and I remember having a doctor ch- check me out, but then I also had, went to a chiropractor and they, they tested my core because I was an athlete in college. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, one of the big things that they reminded me was how everything emanates from the core. And mm-hmm. if you don't strengthen your core, which actually, I'm sure you teach your people, your patients, a lot of you know, simple exercises that they can do to strengthen their core. The stronger your core is, the stronger everything else is. Mm-hmm. So, but tell me a little bit about, because I mean, it, it's not just you coming in and, and fixing or doing an alignment on somebody's back, but it's also lifestyle that mm-hmm. plays into this and nutrition. Yep. So how do you kind of fuse those together with, you know, having somebody come in and just get, because, you know, I could see how People could look at a chiropractor and, and say, just get their fix. I just need to come in, just fix my back, and that's it. But there's so yep. many other moving parts. How do you kind of marry those together? Yeah. And health is a dynamic process. It's not static, right. is what I remind people of. Because while I can help fix someone in that moment, there's going to be other stuff that's going to come their way. Shoot. As soon as a lot of people leave, what do they do? They go get in their car, they sit, and they have terrible posture. And those things cause wear and tear. So even the idea of like, oh, I can fix someone. Well, yeah, I mean, I can help you in that moment. But if you're not doing the necessary things to upkeep and take care of your health, things are going to degrade and get worse. Right. And so health is just a proactive thing. And if anything, that's 
that's the thing I, I want people to understand when they come see us, that I'm going to help you feel better, but ultimately your health is your responsibility. So we need to do teach you lifestyle changes that will help you to take care of your health the rest of your life. Yeah. So ergonomics is a big thing. And, and we have a lot of people that are corporate athletes that come see us. Right. You know, so they spend hours on end at a computer, at a desk, sitting, sit, stand, and that, that wears on the body. Right. Uh, they're even you know, showing through research that sitting has long-term detrimental effects on your health. Yeah, period. If, yeah, period. Yeah. <laughs> and the average American will sit over 30 years of their life. So even just addressing that aspect will have a major impact on someone's long-term health. Yeah. Helping them focus on, okay, how can I make my workstation as optimal as possible to take care of my spine? And then what things can I do on a daily basis to brush and floss my spine? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I like that analogy because we all know we should brush and floss our teeth. Right. But I ask, hey, when's the last time that you brushed your spine yeah. and flossed it? Right. Because that should be done daily. Because you, you can replace this grill, right. your teeth, you right? I mean, yeah. they can do some it's, amazing it's things. It's the one part of the body that you can't replace is your back. I mean. And, and there's been advancements, but. Even the technology that they have to go in and do surgery, it's it's You're invasive. never the same. Yeah. You get scar tissue formation. Yeah. Your range of motion goes away. You know, they can put artificial discs. They can go and cut pieces of bone out. But if you've talked to anyone that's had surgery, they're never the same. Yeah. And a lot of them, fortunately, the statistics show that surgeries either end up a little better, the same, or a lot of people end up worse. Or, hey, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, I got to have another surgery. So those lifestyle habits is what we instill in people rehab, you know, so what can you do stretches, strengthening exercises at home to help long-term with your health. And then on top of that too, starting to consider what am I putting into my body? What am I fueling my body with on a daily basis? Because food at the end of the day is fuel. And, uh, you know, socially in America, it's a thing that brings people together as well, but it's, it's become this like, all right. I'm just going to go to McDonald's. I'm just going to get something easy versus viewing food as a fuel for my body. That's going to help me get things accomplished and serve God to my fullest and take care of my family and be the best whatever I can be. You know, corporate athlete, father, husband, board member, board member, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so we we start to even like, hey, what are you doing at home on a daily basis? And and I don't want to overwhelm people with like all these different things that they have to change. Health is a long-term outcome. So even if you can make a 5, 10, 15 degree shift where I was going down this way and then I just made a couple of changes and you put that out 10 years, you're going to be significantly healthier 10, 15 years down the road than you would have if you stayed on the same trajectory. So even those small tweaks. So one one thing that we try and do with people when it comes to even just like nutrition is, hey, are you drinking enough water? Right. But also starting to think about, okay, one thing that's hugely detrimental and people are beginning to realize this is sugar and then those hidden sources of sugar. Right. So a big culprit are your white processed grains. So white bread, white pastas, white rices, and uh, if you look at like, all right, you go to McDonald's, you got the hamburger, but then what is surrounding it? That white bun. Exactly. And that hits, the, that hits your saliva, instantly turns into sugar, and then spikes your blood sugar levels, inflammation. The average American has uh, five pounds of sugar in their diet every week. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar is a, is a huge culprit. I mean, I've seen all the documentaries on it and 
we've tried to cut it out. I did the sugar detox where I totally cut it out mm-hmm. for a while. And um, I remember the first time I had something that had sugar in it. It was just like something normal. And I was like, oh, my God, this is – I mean, I it's unbearable. I mean, it could not deal with it. And so, I mean, I've got kids like you do. Yep. So, I mean, there's always a little bit of candy around. But, you know, certainly we're very mindful of that. Yep. And with the with the processed foods like the white flowers and the others, they, they really do create problems. And sugar is a major culprit in our society's fight with obesity, for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, tell me a little bit. I mean, we, we just, we're still in the throes of it as of the recording of this. As I said, we're at the end of April. You guys are, would be considered an essential service. Mm-hmm. So you have really not missed a beat since this whole thing started. Mm-mm. You've been at work every day for yep. the most part. You've served the needs of the client. How has COVID-19 changed anything for you? Yeah, well, you know, so in our office, we've had to take all the necessary precautions. So we followed through with the CDC recommendations and guidelines that they laid out for the general public as well as healthcare workers. So we're triaging people every time they come into our office, asking, you know, kind of the standard questions. But again, it's it's always good. Hey, you know, have you traveled recently? Now, right. no one's traveled recently anymore, but especially when this first broke out, like, hey, had you recently traveled? Do you have a fever? And so we test everyone's temperature when they walk through the door. And then also asking them about any symptoms, dry cough, things like that, to make sure that the, you know, they're not putting others at risk. They're not a risk in our office. We wipe down all of our equipment. We've taken certain pieces of equipment out just because it's not feasible for us to clean. We've also opened up our schedule because some people we have high risk. So like I'll adjust or take care of patients that are in that higher risk category outside of normal hours right. where they're the only person in the building. Right. But sanitation, like if someone uses anything in our office, it's immediately wiped down. So right. like there's not multiple use. It's like it's wiped down. Our tables and our rooms after every use, they're wiped down. All of my team in the office are wearing masks. So we're just trying to do our part in the office to, you know, flatten the curve yeah, as much as possible. That's been the major like difference. And then we've had certain individuals who we've encouraged just to go ahead and stay, stay away mm-hmm. because they're not in that critical status with their musculoskeletal complaints, but they're at that high risk category where it's like the cost to benefit ratio. I shouldn't say cost, but the risk to benefit ratio is more in favor of them. Okay. Just go ahead and stay at home. Right. For so, a while. yeah. And yeah. so we've seen, you know, some decrease in the amount of people that we're seeing, but overall, there's still a lot of people. That's what the reminder I've tried to give people is like, just because COVID's here, other health issues haven't stopped. Right. Heart disease, cancer. And so it's good. We need essential healthcare providers open to help address those things. And, and our major role has been to take care of and focus on the musculoskeletal issues to keep those people out of those higher risk areas like the urgent cares, the emergency room where the COVID patients are, are going. Yeah. And, and those people that have those musculoskeletal issues don't feel comfortable going there, but they can feel confident coming to us because we're not seeing those type of patients in our office. And if they have any of those type of things, they're not coming through they're our doors. They're not coming here. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if anything, we've had nothing but an outpouring of like gratitude that we're here. Thank God that you're open because there's so many people that have been hurting, especially, I mean, I, I talk to my patients and they're like, man, I've been hurting more now that I've been working at home because right. they don't have the proper equipment. <laughs> right, right, right. They don't have the setup. And so their backs are, are, are getting in pain and they're just not sleeping well. Yeah. So we've been able to really help keep people healthy 
and uh, inhibit the inhibitors of the immune system. Yeah. I want to circle back because you brought a couple of things up and then you just opened up again about people's offices working at home. And, and I, I think that one of the unintended effects of this whole COVID-19 pandemic is that you're going to see more companies allow more people to work from home, mm-hmm. remote work, if you want to call mm-hmm. it. And I know, like, I have a standing desk. I had one in my old office. I have one in my current office yep. in my home. And I'd love for you just to kind of talk about some of those long-term benefits of standing while working yep. versus sitting. And I I just got a chair, surprisingly, after a year of having the standing desk. And I only use it because sometimes I shoot videos at yep. my desk and I just need to sit down. I don't want to be standing the right. whole time. But I'd love for you just to kind of talk about that and encourage those that might be on the fence mm-hmm. when it comes to either getting a standing desk or trying it out, that the benefits outweigh whatever they think might be the negatives. Oh, yeah. Well, like we were talking about earlier, sitting has long-term effects on your body. And so if you're sitting, you know, six, eight, 10 hours a day, several things will ensue. Sitting fully loads your spine. Right. And so what I mean by that is all the weight of your body, your torso, especially will get put down in the lower back. Right. And what's called your sacral lumbar area, lumbosacral area. So L5, S1. And so one, just sitting without movement will cause your discs and the joints to dehydrate and shrink. Mm -hmm. So even, you know, like I talk to many people, it's like I'm 50 years old and I've lost an inch of height. Well, where is that coming from? That's coming from the discs, which are the, the cushions in between the bones actually shrinking and dehydrating over time. And what causes that is lack of motion. So the more that your spine is able to move, the more that those discs will pull in water and stay kind of to their fullest extent. The other thing too that'll happen is rotten decay in the bones themselves, and they'll break down and get arthritic change that will also cause them to shrink over time. And that happens, especially when you have that abnormal wear and tear from sitting, things being compressed, you're slunched over, that mechanical stress causes things to wear out and lead to pain and discomfort. So the more that you're standing on your feet and then you're able to like move mm-hmm. and allow things to sway back and forth, the more that that can help your back to stay hydrated. And it's not as loaded. You're able to have a better position with your head over your shoulders, shoulders over your, your hips, hips over your, your feet and knees. And it's just ergonomically a much better position. But you know, I, if you can too, I always encourage people, hey, move, go from sitting to standing. Yeah. But long term, the more that you can stand, that's what we're designed to do. Yeah. Is to stand, not to sit. Yeah. And I was listening to another woman that and I don't think she's a chiropractor. She might be a DO, but I heard her talking about how she didn't allow her kids to sit on furniture. Like she would make them sit on the floor. Uh-huh. If they weren't gonna stand, they had to yep. sit on the floor and that there's something that's it's even better to do that than to sit like we normally do in most Western societies on furniture, mm-hmm. just because it, again, it has those same effects. Yeah. Well, and I mean, even if you can go and do this at home, like sit in a chair, feel how, you know, like, oh man, I just don't have to activate my core mm-hmm. and I don't have to, you know, really have control of my torso and then go sit on the floor. You got to activate muscles. You got to activate your stomach, your back. And so it just helps to overall with your strength and endurance to sit on the floor. Right. Like if you're going to sit, yeah, sit on the floor versus, you know, in a chair. Yeah. No, it makes it makes a huge difference. And then, of course, there are no, there really can't be any long-term negative effects to, to like using a standing desk. If you do get a standing desk and 
You're like, oh, I'm standing up all the time. That's not a bad thing, I guess. No, and uh, you know that's where the having those breaks every every hour. You know, I, I usually tell people like you should block schedule 45 minutes, take a break, walk around, move, stretch. Because mm-hmm. the the one negative is that a lot of people get in the zone and then they're they're standing for hours, right? And they have like their like, knees moved. locked or whatever, right. yeah. And then you can get pooling of the blood because the way that even like blood flow happens. <clears throat> getting blood from your feet back up to the heart is the muscles and legs contracting and pumping that blood actually back up towards the body. So you can get pooling of the blood in the lower extremities and swelling if you're not moving around enough. Okay. I got you. Uh, And then the other thing to consider too is while standing is better, the ergonomics of the upper torso and your neck, because if the the desk and your computer screen aren't in the right position, that can have you cause you to have forward neck and forward rolled, you know, shoulders, what we call Tex-Neck syndrome, that while the lower back is in a better position, the neck's hunched over and leaning forward, causing a lot of stress in that upper back. And then you end up looking like Quasimodo in the bell tower right, right. with that hump on your back. So, and again, you've been involved, I guess you've been in the industry enough for a number of years to kind of see the evolution of this whole Tex-Neck, but that's like a real thing, isn't mm-hmm. it? It really is. It is. And are you seeing it more in younger people than you are? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to some of my mentors, you know, who have been around, you know, in the profession for 30, 40 years and just the amount of like degeneration and decay that they're seeing in the spine, disc herniations and arthritic change. You just not see that in the younger generation, but you know, they're, they're doing research and taking MRIs of, you know, 20 uh, teenagers and 20 year olds and finding, man, they have arthritic change and disc herniations already at only 20 years of age. So like, really significant spinal issues that you used to only see in the older generation. And that's just across the board with so many chronic health issues, right. type two diabetes. Yeah. It, well, it used to be, you know, adult onset diabetes or, but now it's type two because you're seeing it in young individuals, right. blood pressure issues. Just our kids are taking a beating when it comes to their health. Yeah. And it's hard. And that's why you got to keep your kids active and, and mm-hmm. keep them moving and you know, doing things, which is tough even in this environment, right? Yep. So, yeah, I left my kids kicking a soccer ball before before I walked out of the Love house it. just because I got to keep them going. So yep. it doesn't stop. So anybody wanting to come here, I'm assuming you're still, you're open to take, because I know some people get so busy, they don't, they can't take on new clients, but mm-hmm. you guys are in a position where, because it's not just you, there's another yep. chiropractic doctor that's here. And uh, so you guys are open to take on new clients. Yes, we are. Uh, okay. And then do you take all major healthcare or? Yeah, most, most major healthcare. Major, yeah. There are a few that we don't. So we always can do a, a complimentary insurance benefits verification for people sure, and let them know like, yes, your insurance covers our care or no, it doesn't. Right. And you know, there are some plans like, for example, Walmart, I'm in network of Blue Cross, but the Walmart plans do not have any chiropractic benefits. Really? And okay. I talked to a lot of Walmart employees that just like, we need the yeah. you know, chiropractic on our plan, but yeah. you know, it's just not a, a benefit that they have. So they have to pay out of pocket basically. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you know, okay. that's, that's where, you know, we, we have a lot of cash paying patients as well Yeah, where we, we accommodate for them and give them cash discounts. Yeah. Time of service discounts, not, not cause they're cash, but you know, if they pay a certain way within a certain time frame, we give them a discount. Right. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So, and then you guys are open Monday through Saturday. So we're open Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then 
and then you you told me you book in blocks of hours of blocks of mm-hmm. time. So yeah, and we have you know online our website. If someone even wanted to come in and get an evaluation, they can go online to our website. What's the website address? It's Thrive T H R I V E and then A R dot com. Okay. okay. Thrive Arkansas, Thrive AR. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so we have new patient bookings that are available where super easy. They don't even have to call. They can just schedule it on our website on an online form. And then we also have uh, online documents as well to where they can have everything pre-filled out, ready to go and just come in and visit with us. And we usually are able to see people like super quick. Quickly. Because yeah. I know a lot of people when they go to the doctor, it's like, all right, sit in the the reception area for an hour or two. And then you go in, you wait another 15 to 30 <laughs> minutes. Then the doctor comes in for another, you know, he's there for five minutes and then out the door. So we respect people's time. People are in and out. As soon as they show up, they're usually back in the room within a minute or two. Myself or Dr. Johnson's already in the room okay. talking with them, going over what's what they need help with. Okay. Yeah. So, right. but yeah, we have two chiropractors and uh, an awesome team. And, uh, I pride myself in being, you know, rated as super convenient, flexible times. And then we're open late too, although most people aren't having to be out late these days, but you know, no. we're open until like six o'clock at night. Right, right. Well, that's beneficial. So yeah, you definitely take advantage of that. So, well, I love that. That's great. I really appreciate you kind of sharing with our audience and giving them actually a, a chiropractic lesson as well. So I think that's really helpful. I did want to ask you just a couple of quick questions about Northwest Arkansas since you've been here almost yep. 10 years now mm-hmm. and you lived in Austin. So that's kind of like we're like, like we said, little Austin. What is like the biggest, what was like your biggest aha moment in coming here? And, I'm, and the reason why I'm asking this question is because we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are thinking about moving here. Maybe they're relocating to work for the big three yep. or something along those lines. But what was your big aha moment when you got here to Northwest Arkansas? Man, there are so many of them. The community. And, and so what I mean by that is like, wherever I'm going, I know that person. And I think that one of the biggest examples, and hopefully this will open back up soon, is the farmer's market. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have just world-class farmer's market where you can just go there. And my wife and I, like, we love shopping at Ozark Natural Foods, and that's where we get the majority of our food. So usually when we're going to the farmer's market, it's more for the experience and the socialization versus like, we'll buy some produce, but it's less about that for us and more about, I'm going to see probably 20 people at know. least yeah. that I know that we can converse with and, and really have a good time. And that to me is, it's not the only thing, but it's it's really big essence of like what Northwest Arkansas is all about yeah. is the community. And, and so all of our towns have a farmer's market. Fayetteville's the best. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that community feel. And so you can go to the to Bentonville and there's just, you know, they have their events there and some just great community feel, which is what we love and we're attracted to because it's like, that's family. Yeah. You know, we have our family, but then the family at large, that's Northwest Arkansas and everyone really cares about each other. We might have different opinions on certain things, but Absolutely. at the end of the day, like our community cares about each other and wants the best for each person. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love that too. That's the one thing I like about it, especially during these times when people are a little tense right now mm-hmm. and you know everybody's got their own ideas about how things should be, whether at the government level or just in general. So we certainly are dealing with that. And uh, would you say that Northwest Arkansas is a great place to raise kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the, <laughs> that was the consi- huge consideration. 
yeah. for us. Like, where do we want to have our family? Right, right. Where do we want our kids to grow up and have memories where, you know, it's it's not this big concrete jungle where you're having to drive all over the place. Yeah. It's super convenient. There's so much going on. You can walk out 10, 15 minute drive and mm-hmm. you're you're able to go hiking and biking and I mean, just all that kind of stuff where, you know, like a big city, you got to drive quite a while to get to that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, favorite eating place. I knew, you knew I was going to do that. Favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurant. I know. And I'm putting you on the spot because you probably have some friends that have restaurants and you can't just name one, but I'll let you, I'll give you, I'll give you Mulligan. You can name two, but, but Uh uh, I'd love for you to. Well, so as far as like, if, if we're in the mood for just some good, good eating, it's got to be Sassy's. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Absolutely. And I love their outdoor seating area, their patio. The the one that they redid recently. Uh Yeah. Sassy's is right on North College, uh, almost before you get to Lafayette. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like between North and uh, Lafayette on North College. Yeah. And I think they have the best wings in town. Do you really? Yeah. You like their wings. Yeah. I like their wings too. They're not bad. I like Lucky Luke's, Uh although I saw that Lucky Luke's has been closed since this whole situation came up. I hope they rebound. You know who else has some really good wings is Wright's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And because the day, the day that we're recording this, which is Wednesday, is Wing Day at Wright's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So if you want wings, you need to check out Wright's Barbecue. This is not a commercial for them. You also need to listen to episode seven of the podcast because I interviewed Jordan Wright. And uh, we sat down and talked all about his whole allure and just how he's been mesmerized by barbecue for a long time and why he started Wright's to begin with. So mm-hmm. they know their way around a pig. They know their way around yep. a chicken. So not bad. So were you going to mention another place? Yeah, I got to. So the preacher's son. Oh, yes. Matt Cooper. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, the thing I appreciated the most is uh, the wholesomeness of the food that they put on your plate. You know, Do you have f- gluten sensitivities? Or- uh, so I don't, but my wife and then my youngest daughter do. Mm, uh, and yeah. so like they were uh, They can just eat, eat anything there. A blessing. Yeah. And they both have some like real specific, like we cannot have that. And so it's it's just great for both of them because we can go there and like you don't have to worry about the ingredients and they can accommodate too and, and tweak some of the recipes and they just have, ah, yeah, great food. I know, you're making my mouth water. Yeah, Preacher's Sons right off the uh, Bentonville Square there. And I bet you didn't know this, but did you know that Matt's dad was a preacher? Mm-mm. That's why he's called the Preacher's Son. Nice. And- his dad actually preached his first message across the street from the, where the preacher's son oh, restaurant okay. is. Yeah, that's cool. Which is really cool. You that's know, just neat. like, yeah, it is really neat. So he talked about that. I remember when he introduced that to me when he was on the podcast. So two great places, mm-hmm. absolutely, that that I would highly recommend that you check out. And um, so Sassy's here in Fayetteville and mm-hmm. then up in Bentonville, check out the preacher's son. Yep. You can't go wrong with either of them. No. So. Definitely, definitely good recommendations. So thank you very much. Yep. But uh, man, so glad to have you on the podcast. Again, we, we work together on a regular basis, but just kind of connecting with you in this environment. I really appreciate it. I appreciate what you're doing here in the community. And uh, I wish you nothing but continued success. Any last words that you want to share with the audience? No, uh, just God bless. And uh, that he is the ultimate one that we need to be looking to for wisdom and guidance through these times. Amen. Uh, Amen. That's what I truly believe. And uh, just praying for people. Absolutely. Right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. And there's a lot of people going through a lot of a lot of difficult, difficult challenges right now. So absolutely. Yep. That's all we can do. So, well, thank you so much, Ben. I appreciate you. And uh, that's great. I, thanks for having you uh, on the show. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely.
Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I uh, really enjoyed just sitting down and talking with my good friend, Dr. Ben, and um, I hope you got something out of this. I hope if you've decided to go get a standing desk that uh, you'll let me know in the comments there on the show notes for the episode. I would love to hear what you think of just standing all day while working. It's really not as bad as it sounds. And uh, maybe try, you know, when you binge a little Netflix coming up this weekend after you've listened to this podcast, that you sit on the floor instead of sitting on your couch and start to uh, really, uh, you know, put your core to work. So that's all I have for you this week. We really appreciate you guys. Remember, you can check out all of the previous episodes of the podcast at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a really growing Facebook fan page now. It's not a fan page, it's a community. So everybody has kind of come together and and we are adding hundreds of people. And uh, I'd love to have you come and be a part of that. So just look us up online on Facebook at I Am Northwest Arkansas, and we invite you to join our community. We'd love to have you be a part of what's happening here in Northwest Arkansas. So many good things going on. And um, that's all I have for today. So I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I appreciate being with you. And I look forward to seeing you. Remember, our episodes come out every Monday, and there'll be a new episode for you next week. You guys have a great day. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.